That was much incredible. Like the, much like the actual... Think, uh... Yeah, no, I think you actually topped the real song there. <laughs> so, congratulations. And welcome, Julius. How are you? Hey, how's it going? Hello. Did we, like, already put you in a bad place by... We were talking about Coyote versus Acme earlier. Uh, no, like, I'm fine. It, it's, like, this episode's getting cancelled. <laughs> Tax write-off episode. I, Do I have... Fuck you on, guys. <laughs> I have, like... Like, I have such a weird tolerance now when it comes to the news in general. Like, I'm just like, things can't get worse than they do, so, you know, mm-hmm. this is a part of that. Well, that's nice. And it's, <laughs> it's uh, well, I don't know, I don't have a good transition for that. Well, you know what's not but... nice is mm-hmm. Julius was on this podcast before talking about what some say is the greatest Pixar movie. Uh, I don't, but I do think it's probably, undeniably, the greatest sequel they've ever made and ever will make. Toy Story 2, uh, and so we had to have him back for what is considered by most people to be one of the absolute worst things Pixar's ever put out, um, and I don't think it, okay, I don't think it has, it has the reputation of being, like, this fucking short, you know, like, this, this, these, these volcanoes, uh, but yeah, we're gonna talk about Lava, we don't usually do a full episode about one short film, but we had yeah. to. It's lava. <laughs> do you guys both dislike lava enough to do a full episode about it? I mean, like, I just, I just rewatched it. Uh, was it an hour ago? Like, I was uh, bugging Mark about the Disney Plus login, and then he found me a um, YouTube channel that re-uploaded it in five parts, which is hilarious because this movie is like <laughs> about five minutes. So it just kept cutting out in the middle of a line and show an ad for thirty seconds, and then it'll go back. Where it kind of made, I oddly made it like less worse to me because I got to like take breaks from it in a funny way, you know. Where I don't know, uh, hate, hate, hate's a strong word now. I definitely hated it when Inside Out came out, like for sure. Mark, but, what do you think about Lava? You know, I think it's pretty cute, and that's what I stick by. And I also, like I told you, Danny, if you want to watch it twice, like you proposed for the episode, I would watch it once without sound because it looks no. fantastic. In my I don't mind. want to. Well, I think okay. I came on this podcast ready to defend lava, and you guys both seem to like it too much. I was gonna I come in here with I... guns a blazing, going like lava. Oh, that's my jam, lava. By the way, every time someone says lava, that isn't me. I'm gonna take a shot of my coke and rum. Uh, so that that wow. was my plan. This a is the drunk drink. episode, everyone. I'm not drunk yet, but I will be by the well, end. Well, it's of it. It, it's a drunk episode for Danny. But I was so. What's your bit there? You're gonna say that you love lava, and that's gonna be like you hating lava. I don't get the premise of your bit. Yeah, so wait, it's, you a said pretty, it's a pretty. It's a pretty ad bit, I would say. Is it a bit? No, I think lava is a fantastic little song. It's so sweet and romantic. You don't get it, do you? So there's these two volcanoes, all right? These two volcanoes. And they lava each other, but it's like love, okay? They have yeah. a dream that they hope will come true, and then when it's finally about to come true, we forget that volcanoes can't turn around, and that's the drama of the short, is that volcanoes can't move. It's great. Yeah. And then one of them 
forks out a heart and they get to be in love. It's poetry, guys. <laughs> yeah, it kind of rhymes. Okay, here, here's my fucking defense of this movie. It is that I think that there are people who will see this and see it as being about their relationship and they will be goofy people and they will like the goofy vibes of this movie and I feel like that's okay. It honestly, like, I don't know, it's a short. It's hard for me to really get mad at... I don't remember if I've gotten mad at a short that we've watched. Have you Have you had to watch are... any of these shorts, like, before a movie you were looking forward to? Oh, well, I mean, no, but I don't remember liking it. <laughs> that is really out, the peak so. of why this, this is an issue. Yeah, because I, 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 I truly do think that, theaters, like, most... You have to for this every time. Like, I, I think, like, almost... <laughs> I mean, not to troll off, I'll try to bring it back, but I do feel like, like, most... Disney shorts in general get a lot of hate when they're put before a movie that people want to see. Like, I, I never watched mm-hmm. Frozen. I, I probably won't at this point until I have, like, kids. And, like, um, I remember that everyone hated that. Was it a Frozen shirt that was before Coco? Or what was it, it was before? a 22-minute Olaf Christmas special. Yeah, and I <laughs> feel like it, that was, like, just <laughs> thrown on YouTube or Disney Plus or whatever it was around that time. It would be like it wouldn't be loved. It wouldn't be considered like a fucking classic. But it would just it was supposed be, to stay on ABC. Yeah, it, it wouldn't be as hated as it is currently. Where I do feel like the setting really like sets up how people are going to care about these shorts or not. Because I think Lava was probably the only one I ever got to see. I think when I saw, at least from what I remember, because as a kid I probably just forgot about them when I saw them Pixar movies in theaters. Mm. But um, but yeah, but I just remember Lava. A lot of it, a lot of my feelings on it at the time were impacted by the fact that I just wanted to watch Inside Out. Like, I was like, let's. You've seen one other one. You've seen one good short. Was it, uh, was it before Incredibles? Because I'm trying to remember what other Pixar films I saw because you probably remember them. Bow's in front of Incredibles too. Yeah, Bow's awesome. I love Bow. Bow's great. Yeah. But you know what's better than Bow? Not Lava. (laughs) Incredible. I, the, well, the incredible bits, too. The bits are fire. They're just bursting out like a uh, lava in a volcano. Yeah, I feel like is it, your approach is like anti-humor, and I don't know if I agree with that. If this is anti-humor, then I guess Norm McDonald was fucking. So my plan for this episode was I pulled up the lyrics with Genius.com to get us all the behind the scenes of this thing, okay? Alright. Behind the scenes. Yeah, yeah. So the intro... I saw that the director never made anything after this. (laughs) I mean, when you you lay it all out on the table like that, it's not like... You you can just retire. This was like his (laughs) turret... This is like his Turin horse. He doesn't have anything more to say. It was his Night of the Hunter. Alright, <laughs> alright, alright. Right. I wanna read you guys let's let's go let's go for the Wikipedia page one one bit at a time. We're gonna we we have to fill up four hours of this, okay? <laughs> four hour lava episode. Let's do it, let's do it. I am amazed by how many lyrics there are. Yeah, I should wait, wait. Y'all should, like, release it, like, how the YouTuber did as I watched it. Like, just release it in one-minute parts weekly. Well, I told you this <laughs> is actually going to be a tax write-off intro. episode. There's going to be a tax write-off, write-off episode. <laughs> we're going to have people campaign to bring it back. And then we're going to sell it to, um... 
We're gonna sell it to like uh, one of Caleb's other not snub club shows to release. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be a hot trash unlimited episode. They're just gonna put it out for that name. Um, mm-hmm. oh, all right, awesome. let's 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 work through the Wikipedia page one sentence at a time. Lava is a 2014 American animated musical short film produced by Pixar Animation Studios 2. What no do we think? There. What? No disagreements there. How is it two when it's the first thing in the article? Oh, because the running time is one. All right, I'm not going to actually go for every fucking sentence. Dude, are you saying you read two because you read the citation? Yes. <laughs> oh, don't do that. <laughs> this premiered at the Hiroshima, Hiroshima International Animation Festival, which, because I'm drunk, means I'm going to try to avoid the topic of Oppenheimer on this episode. All right, I'm revoking our sentence one privileges on to sentence number two. <laughs> Directed and written by James Ford Murphy, who, as we discussed, has not done anything since this. And produced by Andrea Warren. Produced by Andrea Warren. Uh, it premiered at Hiroshima uh, International Animation Festival June 14, 2014, and then was released a full year later <laughs> Inside Out in January 19, 2015. So this this was in the pop for if you think about it, this is the original um, Batgirl because maybe they didn't want us to get out you know and like they're like we have to we, we did it we have to put it on something ah shit I guess Inside Out is it like they fucking I simply don't draws. they released <laughs> they released this separately they've created a lyric video they released the song as part of the soundtrack for Inside Out I simply don't believe that the world views this as a bad short. Oh no! Like well, triple that gone. It, will make you smile. Alona was uh, with me when I rewatched it, and she didn't remember what I was talking about at first. So then we played, and she immediately recognized it. And I was just going to my tender like, "Oh, I thought this is like awful." Blah blah. She's like, "I think it's cute." Where that's yeah. most of what I have to say about it is that the short is cute. Like I feel like the hate for it at a time was definitely at a point when the internet was like, you know, very into like, you know, just hating anything wholesome. You know, where I feel like we're in a, we have way more things to be mad about than a fucking short think, about two volcanoes. Do you think that if yeah. Paddington was a volcano, people would like him as much? Paddington's I mean, pretty wholesome, right? That's the word people always use for Paddington. I kind of wish yeah. this Padding- was the volcano that they fought in at the end of Northman. I think that would be sick. Camera pants down, he's just smiling. <laughs> <laughs> like the fucking he goes, I love goes the you. Water. Cut the credits. You ready yeah. for sentence number three? <laughs> Why is your Northman? Your Northman was ranked in the middle of your those three directors, Julius. Why is that? Oh, uh, what are you talking about? You know that thing on Twitter where it was like you have Jordan Peele, uh, mm-hmm. Robert Eggers, and Ari Aster rate their movies, and you I, had Northman the... in the middle, I think. Isn't that the and, uh, the normal opinion? Wait, like ranking the three of them? Yeah, I feel like you, most you people go to pure rank. Oh, you're, talk, you're talking Master. about their third movies, right? Well, no, I mean you you ranked all their movies, but they've all directed like three movies. So you had like a nine movie list, and Northman was like right in the middle for you, I think. Or uh, anyway, you you didn't have Northman last, which is where I have Northman. So really, I'm yeah. just you're a Bo's Afraid fan. I'm I afraid mean, of you now. I haven't seen Bo's Afraid, but I don't know if it, I don't know if it could be worse than the Northmen. Uh, I mean, like I definitely am more fair to the Northmen than most people. 
Like I, it, it, it's it's as brutal as I wanted it to be. It's as like obsessed with like the mythical parts of it as I wanted it to be. Where it was a very weird film with a lot of like you can see the money on the screen, you know. And I feel like you don't get that that often with directors as visionary as like Robert Eggers. Where I was just really excited to like you know see something like that get pulled off. I don't really think it's the best thing in the world. I do like it more than Lighthouse, which is like definitely high praise for me. But I do get why like some people are very whatever towards it because I feel like it had a case of like, I like bad it more marketing. than Lighthouse too. It had, it had a case of bad marketing and it had like a case of just like weird expectations of what the story was going to be because so much of it is not even an action film like a lot of it is just this dude playing a very weird stealth game which which i kind of yeah. fuck with like i don't know wait mark did you say this is at the bottom of your list of those films yeah so you're telling me when we saw hereditary and you're like this is one of the worst things i've ever seen you think the north man is worse than that i do yeah because i'm curious what you and... think then what's your what's your beef with north man my beef with Northman is... I Mark's think a man of the a... South. That's why. He was like, this ain't for me. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, I can't believe they're getting representation. North, for, North for people the aren't that buff, really. <laughs> <laughs> I don't um, think I was like, this guy's a good pick for the Northman. They should got like uh, the, the Richard Jewell guy. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I wasn't... Okay, here's my whole beef with the Northman. Is what I think we love the Richard totally Jewell guy, like... to be clear. He breaks people's arms. Go on. <laughs> yeah, he's I a tough guy. all about that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Also, sorry, my audio. I'm looking at my Audacity thing. My audio could be peaking. So, it's okay. My mic I think the fights in the Northmen are so bad, they make the whole rest of the movie worse. What? And Which fights? Have you yeah. watched The Killer yet? All of them. I hate... I like, like even, even the invasion like in the beginning the where he fucking, like, throws the spear and it hits seen. the guy right at him. Yeah. And they, like, burned a whole I mean, it's not, it's village. Not, yeah, because what we're talking about... Sorry that you went to Robert Eggers' movie for action, man. I wish you'd just seen John Wick 7. Well, it wasn't, like, you can either do John Wick or you could do, like... I don't know if I have a perfect example of this, but you know how, like... Gore ...shoots sex scenes? I think if you wanted to, like make a commentary on a fight scene you should really stylize it but like northman the fights are shot so clumsily like you'd see like bad theater actors doing like fight scenes it's always like uh uh, i I keep i always forget the words for this but it's always like oh make sure you move the camera so that it covers up the 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 negative like the empty space between like the sword and their necks and like it does that and you can always see whenever they like move someone to cover that line like that always seems like very obvious to me but also not in a like clearly commenting on fight choreography kind of way and then also like the like the tempo of all the fights is so bizarre to me because it never looks like uh what is scars guard is really like I remember his, he doesn't vary his tempo very much, so it's hard to say that he's, like, really in a fight. Like, oh, he's getting tired now. And, like, oh, now he's, like, getting more energy to do this. It's, like, everything is, like, hit the mark at this same tempo. Here we go. Do this again. And that was what was disappointing about the Northman. Is cause you you would have liked it more if he'd hit, like, someone's fucking head off of a car, right? That would have made it a better movie. No, not at all, because that's exactly the problem, is, like, you can talk about all these great concepts, like him throwing the spear and then throwing, catching the spear, throwing it or back, like and then fighting on the volcano. Uh, 
I liked Willem Dafoe in it, but it's just like, I guess maybe it was poor marketing is that like, I kind of thought it was going to have some awesome sword fights. Mm-hmm. And I just thought that it wasn't like, like you can go see those at your local college theater production, you know? Oh, wow. Like, like, cause like, I mean, when, when did you see it? Did you see it in theaters? I did not see it in theaters. Okay, oh, you didn't even a- really watch it then. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, I'll definitely give it a rewatch then because, like, I just remember the feeling of like those action scenes being like such a like crazy. Because we saw it in Dolby. Yeah, like Dolby's mm-hmm. like such a crazy screen and everything. Where like I don't know, I remember being just very enraptured by like the technicalities of it all. Where I do want to check it out again now because I'm like maybe I'll notice what you're talking about a bit more because like. It, I feel like it definitely isn't that clear to me to someone who's not like has the background of like theater and stuff. I would say, but like, yeah, it's still it's like, for me, for me, the the Man, is it really the action? It still is just like the journey. Like, I really love like how weird and kooky it is, and also just like how it really wants to take its time of like Nicole this ridiculous concept of this guy really making this like revenge get pulled off and everything. And so many actors are in there yeah. doing weird stuff too. Like, I still don't really understand, like, fucking um, Ethan Hawke's performance, you know? Like, oh, oh, I'm sorry. Here, I'm going to send you a, this clip from the Northman. Go to 120. Um, no. I'm sorry. I don't want to, You wanna, can't like, make me fucking do that. I'm recording a podcast right now about this. I'm sorry. I know we're recording a podcast <laughs> now. I'm like... like <laughs> you want to hit me back up? Just put in the audio. Just put the audio in the The listeners can just hear, like, Alexander Skarsgård. I assume going, no. <laughs> the village raid scene. The Northmen. Look at how he fucking kills this guy that comes at him with a sword and shield. Uh-huh. Looks fucking ass. Like, All right. I'll, I'll give anyway. it a look, then. Hey, like, have you guys ever anyway, noticed that yeah, there's yeah, a scene on, in The Last yeah. Jedi do, where the lightsaber like... doesn't connect and it's fucking terrible? Because <laughs> mm. like, I do feel like with those three directors in particular, I do need to rewatch all of their stuff that I haven't rewatched yet. Because all these ones I've rewatched so far is just get out and nope and balls afraid mm-hmm. which like let's find daddy still be on the haywagon for that balls afraid grown for me recently because i was re-watching some clips that film is so out mm-hmm. there i don't know i could i could talk a lot about it, but i don't want to use up mark time is already. a big fan of patty lupone what uh, is she in the movie yeah she's the best part of the movie oh she's incredible in it. she's so awesome <laughs> in it but like um what was it but anyway, I feel like those guys are definitely making films that I feel like are worth revisiting, so I should really check those out again. <laughs> well, apparently, you can get Bo's Afraid for $5 on YouTube, so I think that's what I'm doing tonight. Oh, yeah, no. It's, it's, it's honestly like, not that cheap, Mark. <laughs> like, yeah. Ooh, only $5. That's really not that cheap. <laughs> well, yeah. Usually, I used to be like two bucks. <laughs> for like five, $17. Five bucks, to just you know? look at an MP4 for $48. Oh, is it a buy? Is it a buy? <laughs> You're saying you can buy for 5 yeah. Or is no, it a rent? but like on Amazon, if it's relatively new, you have to pay like seventeen dollars for Wh- it. Which is why you shouldn't really pay for it. Like I'm going to endorse pirating on your podcast. You've already, I mean, you've already, you've already you pirates. You're for sending you the bootleg shitty part <laughs> lava. I feel bad. Listen. I, yo, if I I don't know if the like if the the guy who directs lava like one day just googles his name, he's like, I wonder if he wants to talk to my work. I hope he just fucking just. <laughs> destroys this whole apartment because we're spending way Guys. more fucking time talking about hey. anything. Hey, I'm ready to go on to sentence number three and remember, you might not even listen to this. This is a tax write-off episode. Let's like lava should have been tax written off.
Okay, Just okay, kidding. Nothing should be taxed for Let's talk about the Northman. Let's go to sentence number Sentence three. number three. Yeah. Yeah. Sentence number three. The short is a musical love story, hyperlinked, that takes place over millions of years. I think mm. this would have been done better with like those big like Marvel-esque texts where it's like, a million years later. <laughs> the, the film. Mm. Instead of a timeline, just, just, just got to... Oh, do SpongeBob's out. Do like, one year later. Two years later. Seven million years later. <laughs> that, that reminds me of something that isn't really related, but like, I... It's about lava. So like, I, I think it's... Like, you brought up how you should watch it on mute at some point. And I do think that's like something worth trying with this film because visually there are some impressive parts. I don't like that they have the Finding Nemo turtles in it because it just does not oh, fit yeah. with every other... Like, the dolphins look so the fucking The seagulls real. are different, too. Yeah. You know? You the know? seagulls are so different, too. Yeah, where I'm like... Yeah. I get that they're like, oh, everyone loves the turtles from Finding Nemo, but it's like... Just, just fucking make everything else look realistic. Like, like it just looks so out of place. Yeah. 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 What, well, Danny? You don't like the when they the the camera flies over the forest in the beginning. What? Why are you asking? Do you me not this? remember the beautiful opening shot of lava? No, I don't care about the opening. I care about the music. This is a short that's about the music. This is like when you go to like you watch Star Wars. You're like, nah, fuck it. Get rid of the music. I don't want to hear that shit. No, lava is the music. I'm gonna do a podcast where I talk about the font in every opening crawl. Spacing <laughs> and everything. <laughs> yeah, you know, I think the story I tell all the time about college is our roommate, uh, our roommate Jack, who when I showed him my version of episode 8, he's like, this opening crawl is the worst part, I can't believe you put it in. And I was like, that was the entire joke. He's like, nah, I just, I can't do with the opening crawl. That's why I don't like Star Wars, man. I was like, what? Wait, what? <laughs> like, they're literally the only movies that have these. They're like, yeah, that's why they're bad. I'm like, okay. That's awesome. <laughs> do, I sh- do I have a show on Blade Runner? <laughs> yeah, yeah, does he not like, well... well he doesn't like Jack, Jack wasn't really that much of a movie guy. He was like uh, one of those miracle film majors. He just was really good at it. But he didn't really watch mm. them that much. He fucking loved Lord of the Rings, though. Shout out, Jack. Lord of the Rings is awesome. Mm. Jack Good shot the great, great, great short film Raccoon Bro, among some more stuff. <laughs> yeah. You can tell which shot he didn't shoot because it's incredibly out of focus and color timed wrong. Yeah, it's one make... shot that I did. Yeah. Oh my god. What, he, he also he helped out very briefly with Shin McCann, which is the greatest thing ever made. What about that sentence number four? It seems we sentence can't four. agree on it. All right, all right. There's something very is. meaty in this sentence. Are you ready for this? Mm-hmm. It's set to a song, also t- called Lava, written by Murphy, and was inspired by, quote, isolated beauty of tropical islands and the explosive allure of vo- ocean volcanoes. Now, I think what's really spicy here that we really need to talk about is that the song is titled Lava as well. So I have to wonder, what came first? The short or the song? What? Where did the title come from? Where did this dream come from? So that we hope will come true. Any actual behind the scenes? Are you just gonna be? Do you want me to skip ahead to that stuff? Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. We can skip ahead to that stuff. Yeah. And then we can work through it line by line in the song. Wow. Good. Good work. Oh, um. <laughs> he became good interested in Hawaii Julius. 25 like years before this short that. came out. That. I'm talking over Mario. I don't give a fuck. Uh, 25 <laughs> years before this short came out. Because he honeymooned to Hawaii. 
And then when she got the script greenlit, the short greenlit, he went back to Hawaii to reconnect emotionally with the land that sprung his inspiration. Which to me sounds like he pitched this idea so Pixar would fund uh, like a second honeymoon to Hawaii. That's that's my theory. Here. Yeah, man, I don't see anything wrong with that. It would be so awesome if he just actually never been to Hawaii and he just wanted to go, but he didn't want to pay for it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wait, wait, wait! wait. Like, I'm laughing so hard. That would be, like, the best way to like it. it like, oh, my God, I, I wish I could try that. The vacation idea. Yeah. Okay. Wait, wait. I, I, you know what? Let me just get through all this stuff first, and then we can talk about it, because I'm laughing green yet. Uh, years later, heard Israel... Hold on, I Googled how to pronounce it. Uh, it's where? Israel. Are we talking about Israel? <laughs> no. Not. Hold on. Let me listen. <laughs> Israel Kamaka Viloe, I probably still butchered that even though I'm a howtopronounce.com, who wrote the version, the rendition of Somewhere Over the Rainbow, What a Wonderful World, you know, like that one that they always play that's like a ukulele version of Somewhere, oh, like the Hawaiian Somewhere Over the Rainbow, What a Wonderful World, and it says, this touched him, like, it, it which touched him, like, alright, great, it's a good song, whatever, uh, Wait, wait, now, he this made is it quote. or he liked the song? No, he heard it, he heard it, and he's like, he oh, like, it's He heard it and he liked it. Uh, alright. I'm gonna start reading some direct quotes from him. I put together this fascination and love and this experience I had with my wife in Hawaii with this feeling I had for the song. And I thought, wow, if I could blend those two things, that would really be a film I would love to see. Um, and then, <laughs> this is the quote I need to read. <laughs> the idea uh, began to coalesce when he attended the wedding of his sister, who married at age 43. Um, as my sister stood up there on the altar, I thought about how happy she was and how long she'd waited for her very special day. There, at my sister's wedding, I remember Lohi, which is a volcano in Hawaii, and then I had an epiphany. What if my which... sister was a volcano? <laughs> yeah. What if volcanoes spent their whole lives looking for love, like humans do? Yeah. <laughs> like, great. I'm glad you look at your sister and you saw a volcano up there, man. Which is exactly why I think this is a cute short, or it supports that idea, because this would be the perfect song to play at someone's wedding if you, like, wanted to write them a song, you know? As someone also, who is just be like a volcano, I would fucking walk out. <laughs> <laughs> this song this is, is way too song. fucking long. It's way too fucking long. It, it, it needs it you to, like, ride. follow... It, it needs you to follow it lyrically so you can't even pay attention to the stuff in the wedding, you have to like actually listen. Like, no, this. I'm sorry, Mark. No, this that this would be dog shit at a wedding. <laughs> also, and I gotta point like out, Mark. I, I, I thought you come. I really thought you come in and Mark hating this because you always talk to me about like whenever I try to write lyrics, it's so forced. And I hear the lyrics of this song, and it's constantly like the most forced rhyme ever. Whenever well, it's, it's a rhyme, because that's the one I can't get over. It's just the lyrics are like just like. It it's, it's wants to be cute. It really wants to be cute. But the forced rhyming just is that. It's forced. And it's forcing the cuteness. Where mm-hmm. I, I, I hate a lot of words that are just like one word comments now. And cringe is one of those. But that's generally what the hell this shirt does with a lot of its lyrics. Is it, it, it induces cringe. You know? There was one. The one lyric that I, I opened up the lyrics. There's one lyric that I always just makes me like, oh. Cause this is something again. I like this. I like this. Uh, 
But there's one lyric I was just like, oh my gosh. And it's near the end where they go like, oh, they were so happy to finally meet above the sea. And I'm like, no, that doesn't, that doesn't work. That doesn't, you're, you're forcing out the word happy so long to so match the other line of the song. So that also didn't help was, what year was it when this came out? Was it 2014, 2015? 2015 is when we saw of Inside Out. So, Inside Out came out 2015, so. Like, my freshman year of college, I've been introduced to the concept of ukulele guys. Yeah, it didn't yeah, help. What? It really didn't help with me liking this thing. Do I need to explain myself? What ukulele you, you... guys are, like, bottom, like, they're in the bottom tier of, like, college stereotypes. Like, people you're going to run yeah. to at a university. They they have a oh. dream, Mark. They, they hope will come true. <laughs> I thought. Well, I thought those were like that. You ukulele guys. me, and all you you. Ukulele guys and acoustic guitar guys are the same. It's like it, it, they they're right. They're cousins, you know. I Do you guys know the name well, of the volcanoes? Because uh, like no. for me right now, the only thing I can really offer. I'm sorry, I'm getting off track. What are you saying? No. Do you guys know the name of the volcanoes in this? No. The the dude's name is. <laughs> Wait, have you looked this up, Mark? Actually, <laughs> have you looked this up? <laughs> No. Because <laughs> the name of the, the, the dude is Yuku, and the girl's name is Lele. Ukulele. All right, oh, I'm back on that. This sucks. This just fucking sucks. Like, no. This is like, this is terrible. I'm so clever, I got it. Ukulele. Nah, this sucks. What the fuck? Oh, my God. Yeah. This I mean, is like, I don't know. I... No, please, go. Oh, go on, go on, go on. No. I got a dream. <laughs> well, I don't know. I think true. sometimes I can be too negative. Like, sometimes I, I, <laughs> I feel like not having Pixar movies in my life would not drastically change it. Uh, I will tell you, he has like directed... a good example of why. <laughs> but, like, you know, I don't want to, like, put that on the air because that seems like a little dour... I mean, like, all right, you guys, you guys, 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 I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask you the worst hypothetical ever, but I just need to say it. If this was the first fucking thing that Pixar released, but it's like, hey, we're in the animation studio, we're looking for someone to buy us, check out our short. Would you be shocked that they, that's the last you hear of them? No. <laughs> Because that's what it, that's that's like the whole deal is that Toy Story is very well written. This, yeah. this is a short film about how we have dreams that you love us. Please watch it. This TV for us. Well, I feel like I feel like the way to look at this movie is the opposite of what he said. It's like it's not that like it's not that like any Pixar shorts better than like uh, most shorts. Of course it is. It's like how almost every Ghibli film is going to be like a standard of like the medium or whatever. Where mm-hmm. Lava, I think, is more just like it. You're a studio that fucking made all these amazing movies. They have an amazing movie attached to this thing. You can make a Lava. Like, fuck it. Let this guy get his short out or whatever. He worked can on I, so I many great s- movies. Like, did you see the credits of what he worked on, Danny? Well, I, well I, I pulled up his credits. Not for what he worked before, but you guys said this was the last thing he did. That's not true. He directed oh. a. He directed the directive the Cars three DVD short. Um, well, I meant more to say that recently... most most people who make shorts get to make a feature at some point. Wait, 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 wait! wait. Let me keep going because you just get progressively worse. Out that's not 
necessarily true. That was a big part of our book episode is but, the president of Pixar learned in the book that doing shorts was actually not a great way to like train directors. Okay, but bow well, fucking I agree, rules. I agree with that. Red. But, yeah. I said that. Wait, wait. <laughs> so he did the Cars 3 DVD short. Then there's a Pixar series we'll eventually cover called Pixar Popcorn where it's just like minute long short films. Uh, he did the Cars one for that one too. Which is probably the one no one wanted to do, right? But then this is the, his first most recent credit on IMDb. Do you guys have this open? Because I'm laughing hysterically at it. His recent direct credit is TV special, McDonald's TV spot, Lightyear, it's lunch. Yeah. <laughs> he did the Buzz Lightyear McDonald's commercial. I don't, I don't mean to laugh he had, at this. He had Chris Evans in the like, recording. It's like, talk about Happy Meals. Talk about Happy Meals. <laughs> I, I don't mean to laugh at this because, like, I know, I know more than ever now that, like, you don't get to pick the things you work on. You really don't. <laughs> but it's just funny. But like, he, got, he, got, he got punished. <laughs> he, got, he, got, he got put aside. He's like, all right, you want to work here? That's fine. You can do this stuff for us. Oh, he did the lava. <laughs> Imagine just like your commercial is, like, Buzz Lightyear going, I have a dream that I'll go get lunch at McDonald's. <laughs> they really turned him into the wheezy of the short film directors. <laughs> they put him on a fucking shelf. He'll, he'll finish it. You, you get James Ford Brown when you need to finish it. I feel so bad if he listens to this. Can you imagine? I, I really... Tax write off. Tax write off. <laughs> I feel bad for uh... this guy. This pride just. Oh, I really do. Because <laughs> like that's that's the reason why I really want to like this. Uh, like and I do like it a lot more than I did in the past. Like it's undeniably well animated. You, you got to give them props on that. Outside the fucking turtles, and it's cute. That's really what I have. It, all it has to do is be a cute short film. Of two volcanoes it's falling just so, in love. It's also the music, just so the music is terrible, though. The music is fucking it's, terrible. That's the thing I would not... I, I, I will stand on my ground on that. I think it's... Okay, here's yeah. the thing about the music. The music, yes, the music is bad. To me, the bigger issue here, as someone who likes the short... It's kind of like how I like Cars 2, right? Like, I, I recognize this is a very flawed thing I like. But I kind of like it because it's one of those things where it's like... It's very reassuring to see they can put something out like this. <laughs> like, you know? One of the things is like, great, this got by. Great, fantastic. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Like, partly Cloudy was like that, too. I think. No, Partly Cloudy is like a mediocre kind of mid. This is like, a, how did this happen? I didn't know what's, what stops this from happening. What's the deal with Partly Cloudy? I don't know that one. That's well, the one about just, the storks. Yeah, there's the stork that's friends with the cloud, and the cloud makes all of like the scary babies, like alligators and sharks and things. Mm. And it's about them learning to get along together. And it's just kind of like basic. That's all. Okay, uh, I kind of but... want to do like a, what you would call it, like a, I, I don't know if you guys are on TikTok much. I don't know if it's a, a weird thing to say at this age. Lately not, but yeah. no, I mean, it's, well, I don't know, it's I, I, all kind a, of a quick, our jobs. Quick, well, we'll we have a whole episode about TikTok at some point. Yeah, quick, quick aside, I I said that sentence to my mom earlier, like when I was like, oh, what are you doing? And I'm like, oh, I'm just scrolling TikTok. She's like, TikTok? And I'm like, yeah, she's like, hmm. <laughs> she just made that sound. <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, damn, I lost points. <laughs> I'm no longer the number one boy." <laughs> you are not serious, people. <laughs> you gotta be a kid. <laughs> uh, but on Netflix now. 
He's back! It's the killer! Every time oh, the killer good. walks in a the room, they should be like, hey, there's the killer. But, uh, so, and like, he goes, saw, give me some McDonald's. I saw like uh, give me, a... Imagine the killer's like, give me some light your McDonald's. So TikTok, TikTok has these like fast paced edits they do to like pop music or whatever. Um, and they and they use it on anything like Secession fan edits. You probably seen those and stuff. I saw there's one a lot of Oppenheimer day. ones coming out. Yeah, there's there's gonna be one with the fucking hat game put on stuff that that scene or whatever when he puts on his hat. It's really weird that scene, scene is in there. I don't know. I don't want to talk too much about Oppenheimer because I know you'll turn the whole episode about it. But look, 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 look. All I say is I saw a fan cam of Oppenheimer set to get him back by Olivia Rodrigo, and I was like, ah, they could make this Oppenheimer better. But that's, Olivia that's, Rodrigo middle of the music video. That's a really it. funny crossover. That's why I find funny about those edits is that it means someone who really likes Olivia Rodrigo happens to be decent at editing and also knows how to download Oppenheimer and cut it into an edit. <laughs> you know, it, it takes a lot of miracles to get these edits. But anyway, someone made one of another Disney short, not a Pixar one. The John, I think it's John Henry. It's the black dude who like. Oh yeah, the yeah, the, uh, the short film, yeah. Yeah, I never mm-hmm. watched it, like, which is why I'm surprised because they they when I was a kid they used to show us like any cartoon, a Black History or whatever, but they never showed that one or whatever. And uh, of course, that like it's not, it's not, it's a... not histor- it's historically inaccurate. Like it's very, I I mean like, I don't like doing this because it's, Letterbox is not a reliable site anymore for film criticism. But I think the most popular review of that film on Letterbox kind of points out why I don't like endorsing it. But anyway, what are you about to say, Danny? Uh, I think it might have come out a little late for us to be shown it in school. I think it was like, that, I don't yeah, know. When, I don't when have did it come out? I think it's like 02. I don't know. I think it's like, yeah. I can Google it, but I feel like it's 0203, in which case it probably played some festivals and we were like nine when it came out. Oh, no, it was yeah, 2000. John Henry came out in yeah. 2000. Yeah, but also they probably just didn't have DVD or whatever it was on. But anyway. Yeah. It's not a very popular short now because of the thing that really makes it more important to endorse is that it's a very well put together animated short about, you know, a black man dealing with like black masculinity as a theme or whatever versus machine or whatever. Anyway, mm-hmm. I saw a TikTok edit of it that turned into like this cool thing edited to Rick Ross, like Devil is a Lie or whatever. I would love to see if someone do that with Lava, where honestly I kind of would do that with Lava. I don't know what song would be like the funniest thing to put it to like because that's be like a, I got a good sound, one like, I got a good like, one okay imagine if you would like hard drums imagine, and stuff imagine what? if you would you start a song like you find some instrumental right like maybe you, you put like we are never ever getting back like a Taylor Swift song but then as soon as the singing's about to start you just hear I have a dream <laughs> No. Or you can do like one of those pitch shifters and you just put uh, those I words just, to them. I just thought of something I just thought of something really terrible <laughs> <laughs> like it starts, no 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 it starts it starts with archive footage of the I have a dream speech and then it like fades into the, the, the like it, MLK like dissolves into the into the volcano well but then like you have to make like, well, a that... trap edit Mark's of, like, like I don't know about this one guy we're using the song at this point <laughs> Yeah. You guys know what my favorite kinda... fan cam I've ever seen is? It's it's one of the of Billy Zane in Titanic. And it starts with, I put the diamond in the coat. And when I put the coat on her, and it just cuts to, Give me, give me, give me a man after midnight. And it's just Abba of Billy Zane in Titanic. <laughs> 
<laughs> you, you Great, said I love it. You said something earlier, Mark. I was curious what it was. It was like, oh, I don't know if I was saying anything really. It was also like, every time Danny, you mention the song, and when the song comes up, I actually do think of MLK, and I kind of, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, and I don't know if it's. I don't know if I don't think it's terrible. It's just kind of like. You, no one else can say that again, you know? Yeah. Like, that's a real thing. I don't think I you think can just, like, so throw crazy. around and have a dream. I think it's so crazy that they wrote that line down. They had the dude sing it. They listened to it over and over <laughs> they again. They didn't think about that. <laughs> like, I just, I, when I hear even dream, I think of him okay. So, so to have a guy sing, I have a dream. It's crazy. <laughs> No, 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 wait, 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 wait. So I wanted to say this earlier, which is that, you know, you guys keep saying, like, oh, the song's bad, but everything else is cute. No, I, I posit that the story here is really stupid. It's incredibly <laughs> stupid. It's there's a Mikano underwater who's like, oh, I've just been here the whole time. I can't wait to go up. And then finally, when he's about to die, she's like, ah, fuck it. I'm finally going to do it. I'm finally going to go up there. And then she drops him. Right? Like, that is the story. And then he's just there. He's like, wow, she's so beautiful, but I'm behind her. And none of us know how to turn because we are volcanoes. <laughs> I just think it's so silly and stupid. Because on one hand, you've got, like, this realistic thing, like, volcanoes can't move. Okay, cool. Also, they're singing. <laughs> like, <laughs> they have faces. And they're singing. <laughs> You guys know well. This maybe this is part of the ending of the film, so maybe I'll save this for later. But yeah, I don't know. I I also think no, it's just, it is like no, it's just this fucking thing. It's like over forty minutes in, and you think we're gonna get to any later? The short is five minutes. I told you it's gonna be a four hour long episode. <laughs> You know, I just it's a pop in my head, Julius. You know what would have been great? I would have loved these volcanoes to return and like be in the people's joker. I feel like that's like the random cameo I'd want in that movie. It's just the volcanoes are there. And like the Joker is like like she's just like, Yeah, I had some like experiences with love and media and just shows the fucking lava short. I, I do like feel that. like I feel like if more people who are online watched more of these shorts. I could see lava becoming like very pulse ironic, like for a lot of people. <laughs> mm -hmm. So like, I mean, I feel yeah. like the shot of him like looking up at her while he's completely covered in water. I feel like that should be a meme. I mean, like the fucking <laughs> fart heart. <laughs> like <laughs> it's insane. <laughs> mm -hmm. And then also kind of say, I don't want you to talk about the ending so, later. I just think the fact that the short has silent credits is hysterical. <laughs> <laughs> like you just sit there in silence with it. <laughs> yeah, you just have to sit there with it. That's just that a reflection. Just <laughs> oh, okay, before inside out, you can't skip the fucking credits. You just have to sit there waiting for inside out to start, and you're like, well, shit, that was sad. That sucked. Oh my god. <laughs> but have you guys, you guys seen that painting? I think it's called the Isle of the Dead. You know. Um, let me Do you know what I'm talking quick. about? The Isle of the Dead. Yeah. Ah, uh, my favorite was anyway, the ending. Greta Gerwig playing a white me person. 
Oh, uh, show the wipers. Let's be real. Oh yeah, I've seen this before. Yeah, I don't know. That's what makes that's what the ending shot makes me think of because it's like the same composition and you have the two peaks on the side. That's a, maybe that's a little. I don't bit know. Of a the final shot makes me happy. They found each other after a million years. They're in lava. Mm-hmm. I, they love each other. They're never gonna let go of each other, and they're gonna be happy forever and ever. Make little lava babies, <laughs> and then eventually their lava babies are gonna be like, "Well, shit, we're next to each other." And then we're gonna get lava incest, and it's gonna be really gross. So let's you know, cut, okay. cut off the start when I do. Sorry, I had to cut back to this like constant fantasy of mine with this episode. But imagine being <laughs> the director. Imagine being the director of lava. You're, you're like, finally, they're talking about all of the dead. I was digging, I, like, <laughs> that was exciting, but I was I trying to hear it. Well, it's just like, I don't know why, why don't we have this, like, overhead shot of them? Yeah. Why isn't it this sweeping vista, but now their wild lives are interacting? Do they have, like, different forms maybe, of wildlife? Maybe he intended this, but like, to me, they, I just... This, how is it not like a cool helicopter shot? Whatever the term is for that, it just looks exactly like this painting to me. Of, I don't know, like, to me it looks death. like, you know, they're in love and they got their arms around each other. And it's like, hey, lava baby. And it's like, hey, lava babe. And they're like, just like, you want to make lava babies? And they go, hell yeah. And then we cut to the silence because lavas are quiet when they fuck, I guess. I don't know. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. They're quiet when they fuck. <laughs> Yeah. We should go. I'm gonna go. This I do this occasion. The show marked. I was like, Danny, don't do this. I want to see if there's any lava 2014 fan fiction. Like, there's um, gotta be because some. I hate searching. Okay, for things so I'm looking podcast, at the... and I hate searching for these. You don't know what you're gonna find on a podcast. You're just like, oh, I found Shark Boy and Lava Girl fanfic anyway. Mm. Ooh, what the fuck? Fanfiction.net now requires a. That's weird. They they require now like some bot checks. I, the only thing that comes up is um. Oh, Sharkboy and Lava Girl stuff, anyway. And here we are, listening to you describe how to log in to fanfiction.net. And I just, I don't know if we, like... Look, man, I have a dream that I hope will come true, (laughs) that you'll let me look up this fanfiction with you. There's a a, a storyboarder who fucking loves podcasts who worked on this. (laughs) I don't think... I just want to be like, there's gotta be some Lava Band Of our, like, 30 people... That are tuning in, you know. I don't think that's we. I mean, I mean, I'm more, this I'm just attacks right off. No one's gonna go listen to this one. Just because, like, you know, people look up the stuff they work though. They, they, some people get curious. Well, I just like to. Imagine. No, guys. Oh, that's a good point. Actually, I keep, I, yeah. I keep making a joke about tax write-offs. Okay, and it's very serious because the film. We talked about this before we recorded. Maybe we talked about it. I'm like, I can't even fucking remember anymore. But there's this film called so Coyote so they're like the Acme. fucking structure of like this show get thrown out since I've been on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> yes, well, kind been. of, yeah. Basically, <laughs> Do you want to play Letterbox game? No. <laughs> it's better. It's better to like talk about things that we find interesting. Yeah. Than yeah. To, I mean, I and, like and it. Then, I like it. Then, I just, you know what? Then you can like. I was yeah, gonna make yeah, a joke yeah. about Coyote versus Acme, but now I'm thinking more. Why was not the lava volcano in Chippendale Rescue Rangers? Wouldn't that have been like a great supporting role for the lava guy to be just in Chippendale? That's really, you know, that's how you know that it didn't make a big impact if it wasn't in Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Here's a question for you, Danny, that I'm just curious about. You know, you, you so you like work with children. Do you guys have like like school? I don't know where you work, and you don't have to say, but do you have like school like netflix accounts 
that you can like the, all the teachers have that info so and they're like, oh, we're going to watch. Pretty much every day, pretty much every summer, we have a day where we show some short films as part of a movie day, and it's like the theme day. It's like you can put on some Pixar short films, and usually we just show Bow. We don't show Lava because Lava is not a fun one. Lava is too gross. It's like when we watch Elemental and the kids go, ew, they kiss. We can't watch Lava because like the lava, it's too hot for them, right? It's too the lava is just too hot. But who right? owns those accounts? I mean, I usually just log into my own account. Let's be real here. That's why I started oh, laughing because okay. I, I used to work as a teacher and they never, I don't think any school would ever, teachers can <laughs> yeah, barely I'll be get real. My budgets Disney for Plus... fucking pencils. I don't think they would ever give my... them a streaming login. Uh, I share with a lot of people. One of them is definitely someone who's like a teacher who's like, I need I need Disney Plus. One of my friends is a teacher and I'm like, yeah, just use mine. It's like, great, cool, thanks. Now I can watch yeah. I can just put on stuff during school. It's fine. Yeah. Well, I just like, I remember watching Disney movies in Spanish class and of course, I think like she had DVDs or mm -hmm. whatever. But I was like, well, in the modern age, who knows if like three or four teachers of a certain age range are like sharing a Disney account, you know? But I don't know. Apparently not. It's yeah. like, well, kind of, but it's like just Danny's account. Like, I definitely. I, I mean, like, I, I would hope so. It's just with how schools are getting fucked with budgets, I, I'd be surprised if they set money aside for that. I don't know if I would let kids see this anyway. It's pretty clearly pro-volcano propaganda. You know, I don't think we should be allowed to think that volcanoes can get really. Yeah, I think he was more just asking if they fucking give you a log. I'm not gonna. I don't know. I just. And I was like, can I have a login? Oh, what are you gonna show? Lava? Ah, no, we don't have one. I'm just amused that that's the character you created. You're gonna show Bao? Alright, Bao's fine. You can have the login for that. Get your lava here. You get a talking to. I mean, I've been talking to for stuff. I tried to show Space Jam 2, and I was like, oh, LeBron. That was old. LeBron says hell in that movie. You can't show that. And I was like, the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> they're like, you can show the original Space Jam. I'm like, they're swearing in the original Space Jam. And they're like, look up, like, there is? I'm like, yeah, Michael Jordan swears. Like, she should not watch the last dance. He was on second, like, porky, get on my fucking face. <laughs> I kind of feel like people are with that now. I remember being a little bit surprised about how they talked in the second Spider-Verse movie. And not like like pearl clutching surprise. By <laughs> you myself, know, the tweet was like, like oh, it's so like cool they let Miguel about. swear, not Miguel, um, Miles swear, and it's like he goes, damn, and it's like, oh, and like they say, damn, in the Incredibles and in the, the SpongeBob movie, those are both two thousand four. Yeah, but it's I don't know. It's like the way he says it. It's just like a swear that kids use now. And I'm. I like, mean, the the, the, the shocking the joke time. in Spider Verse two that's like a swear is the, like. Maybe he shouldn't ride his ass, you know? That's, that's somewhere it's like, oh, that, that's funny, and I'm surprised that he, that's, like, just very blatantly, like, the joke is that he's sore, you know? Julius, you, like, turn off your camera, but then you're, like, in a new spot. It, it's, it's like, I, oh, I, shit, I'm like, Julius I'm my, fucking called it. I have to be in my bed, so I'm just, like, I, I change my position a lot when I'm lying down. This is why um, I'm, I'm proof of why you shouldn't pay podcast guests, because I, I can do this in my bed. <laughs> Does anyone pay podcast guests? I don't know if actors are paid for, like, interviews. I mean, like, like it's, it's ridiculous these days. Like, actors want to get paid more. Writers want to get paid more. What's next? Podcast hey, guests? Hey, I think yes. Hey, hey, I'm going to unionize up. all the guests you guys had on your <laughs> podcast so far. Hey, I got bad news to you, but we actually entered all of the audio from guests into an AI generator. So we're good on guests from now on. We, we, got, we, got, it, we got it set up. This episode uh, is actually AI generated. That's, yeah, that's what this that's, is right now. 
That's the only reason it hasn't been taxed or off, if you're hearing this, is because we wanted to test out things if you guys can notice. Uh, I found a lyric that I hate, which is, uh, Years of singing are alone, turn the lava into stone, until he was on the brink of extinction. And I'm just like, what? What is extinction? Why are you saying extinction? Like, you know what I mean? Doesn't, doesn't rhyme with anything. What the fuck are you doing here? Well, I mean, I don't know. It's, I feel sorry for these people. As someone who has written very bad lyrics, I just, I feel like a kinship for them. That's all. Can I, can I, can I just read a couple of the uh, the annotations on the, the lyric thing? Sure. If, all right. Uh, There's just a couple ones lyrics. that I think are important. This is the genius annotation for the line. I wish that the earth, sea, and sky above will send me someone to lava. And it says, lava in this song represents a play on the word love, a punish created due to the fact that volcanoes are singing this song about finding love before they go extinct. Therefore, since lava is in the volcano, it becomes a sweet little pun about how they want some of the lava. And I just think that's, you know, that's a really good point that I don't think anyone on this podcast had made. <laughs> <laughs> What if, what if we what if we like made that our business? We could generate that bullshit and then I also like, found sell ad space. There's this other one that says, uh, "There's a bit of an argument." Okay, so this is for the end of the song, where it's like, "This is the moment where they both their lava come together." So they share lava now, which showing at the end, happiness was their lava together. And then this person responds, uh, "The lava, I think, is supposed to represent their love for each other, but now the lava is growing." Mm, that's a good argument, don't you think? Sure. Look, yeah, man, I, mean, I, I just have keep, a dream. Like, saying more that shit. I hope will come true. Yeah, I'm, whatever. Uh, do we have anything like actually like groundbreaking to like? I think this whole thing is groundbreaking. Think about it, Mark. Has anyone ever made something about volcanoes alive before? This I is bigger than have. Toy Story. There's been toy like they made tin toy before. They never made something with volcanoes before. Volcanoes mm. can't even fucking move. This is revolutionary. All right. Here's a quick question for everybody. If you had to pick one inanimate object to make into a Pixar movie, which one would you choose? We're actually a little bit behind the times now because people have been doing this with AI. They're doing like, what if? Uh, don't talk to me about the AI Pixar right? stuff. It's I, gross. My, my favorite, my, okay. Sorry, real quick. This is my favorite Pixar AI thing. I don't know if y'all seen it. I'll send a link if y'all have it. I'm just scared what you're gonna say because there's some bad shit out there. No, on. this is this one is fucked up, but this one is hilarious. Like it's I'm the really one where like the is is the pro life one, where oh, the girl yeah, and the baby goes next to her. <laughs> like it's I thought, insane. Like, I thought you about that. Like, can you imagine what they had to prompt to get this? It's like, <laughs> like it's they insane. really wrote this one out. <laughs> they probably had to really write this one out. <laughs> hmm. Um, well, I want to give a shout out to a podcast I haven't listened to yet, so who fucking knows if it's good, but a podcast that basically the guests on the episode that this is about host a succession podcast I used to listen to, but the, the premise of this show is like they do the first episode of imaginary podcasts. So every episode, it's like a completely different subject. It's like, here's what this, we're launching a new show this week. And they did like that. And they did, like, a two-hour episode called Pixar Sodas, which is just a, a stage reading of a script about sodas coming to life and going, like, trying to get to the bottling factory or something like that. Are they the 
the genesis of the Pixar sodas joke? I thought that yes. was just something that they came up with on Twitter. No, oh. that that's an up. That's like their two hundred episode of the show. Is like they're like we did it. We made Pixar sodas into an episode. Huh. All right. Yeah, you know. You know. But, I mean, my... they came up with that idea, or I think the answer is, you know, we had sausage party. So what if we like remade like that 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 Hulu show Dope Sick, but from the perspective of the opioids, you know? Hmm. This episode's getting tax written off. Uh, I, right. <laughs> uh, I would, my, my answer to your question, Mark, would be doorknobs. I think doorknobs in like the hallway of like a hotel or something would be a ninety-minute masterpiece. And um, that's good. That's yeah. actually very similar to an, an actual idea that Pixar had, where they wanted to make a movie about commuter trains. And then that was wasn't movie. Pixar. That was the, the fucking plane studio. That was the wait, plane wait, studio. which one was that? That was the plane. That was like the Disney studio that made planes. They're like, ah, shit, planes aren't doing well. What is it? Like, like, wait, trains, wait, wait, right? wait, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Let's put the trains in a movie. Am I insane? Pixar didn't make planes. No, <laughs> Disney did. That's the thing, you know. Disney, Disney bought Pixar, and they had to shut down the studio that we're gonna make all the spinoffs. But they're like. John Lasseter was like, all right, Disney, you can make some movies about planes. If you really want to make, like, a J.J. the Jet Plane ripoff, you can fucking have it. I don't care. Oh, my God. J.J. the Jet Plane. They're, that's they're me. Making, they're Another making a planes movie. is hilarious. They made two like, planes movies. He was <laughs> <laughs> like, I can't believe it. I thought that was Pixar. I can't believe they just ripped off Pixar that fucking They're star- Do you know who the star of planes is? Because we do, because we watched it for the show. Chris he Pine? gets he gets he gets credit billing. It's crazy. No, oh. not Chris Pine. It's no one that big. <laughs> um, I mean, he's big in his own way. It's. Or do you want one more guess? I guess. I mean, sure. Give me give me a clue. Give me a clue. He's he's a comedian. a comedian. Not really known for acting. He's a comedian. So he's just yeah. a comedian. Yeah. Bill Burr. <laughs> close, Sam. Like, it's pretty close. It's um, Dane Cook. Okay. <laughs> it's Dane Cook. And what's funny is, Cook you is know, a movie actor. Dane Cook is a leader in a lot of movies. That okay, okay, okay. But, but here's, here's what's funny, though. I have pointed this out is like, we watch all these movies, and I always watch credits. And one thing that is really interesting about Pixar credits is like, they very rarely like have the actors get their own card. And even if they do, it's like Tom Hanks and Tim Allen share a card, you know, or like Bill, Bill, uh, Bill, Billy Crystal, I was gonna say Bill Murray, like that's not the word. Billy Crystal and John Goodman share a card, and in Planes, it's just Dane Cook gets a giant card to himself, and then the credits basically like, and then it just moves on to casting supervisor, and it's like okay, like it's very bizarre to just label an individual person and then keep moving on. This is like a like starring Dane Cook. He just says Dane Cook. One of my favorite phenomenons in, like, acting careers, especially for character actors and, like, comedians, and I don't know if I brought up in the last episode I did or not, but, like, I always think it's funny whenever I'm like, oh, what happened to that celebrity? What happened to that celebrity? And then I'll just find out they were the lead of, like, some big animation movie, and they're probably just living off of residuals off of that and don't have to do anything else unless they want to. Where yeah, I, I'm, now I'm understanding that that's what happened to Dan Cook. Because last I heard about him like, was he played some underage girl, but um, oh, yeah, yeah. That, that wasn't the news, right? Yeah, but I didn't know yeah. that's why he stopped uh, doing anything. So that's funny. An- another yeah. person who's like that is um, 
Fuck, I can't remember. Because I just remember the other thing I wanted I to bring Baldwin up. Disappeared for, uh, Alec Baldwin disappeared recently after he did two Boss Baby movies. And I wonder if that, that would be why. <laughs> It's uh, funny, like it, it, you can you can cut this out, but like it's so crazy how much I forget about that because I was just watching Thirty Rock the other day and like um, you're like where's Alec Baldwin? No, 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 no like it, was, it wasn't even that. I was just like, oh man, Thirty Rock is so great. Alona walks in and it's just like he killed a woman. And I'm like, oh, I should just blurt, like blurts it out so she sees him on the TV. You know, one of my friends um, went to the one of my Dude, friends oh my is an God. editor. One of my friends is an editor in um, LA, um, and he went to you know a lot of the strikes to show solidarity. And I remember he went to a WGA strike, and he's like, "John Landis is speaking right now. This is weird. <laughs> he shouldn't even be allowed here. He's he's having the gods by being here." <laughs> yeah, that sucks. That fucking sucks. <laughs> That's that's why like I I don't know I don't want to fucking go into a fuck this industry rant but it's just it's tough to really want to like get that involved when you still have people like that who you have to like witness and clap for and shit like it's insane yeah yeah but, like you know like if if you went to like the Annies and like the nominations for animated short were lava and they're supposed to clap for the nomination well I I kind of wanted to know if Mark had an answer for his question oh. Oh, yeah. I don't have a good answer for my own question, really. I wanted to. I I realized that actually a movie like Wall-E has made so many inanimate things into something else, and it's like it just covers so much. So I think my proposition would be, you know, we got all these different Cars tunes where they go to different places. I really want like a Cars tunes, but in the style of Goodfellas. And they're like cars, but they're in the mob. Well, we haven't got like to the not, one of them. They but could not be. like the Chinatown parody where it's like a noir. But I, I want an actual like mob movie with cars. I, I think, I think it would be so sick to make a Pixar film that turns a bunch of kids into Goodfellas fans. Wait, wait, like, wait. Instead, like of, a, instead of Goodfellas. Chapel Trap Houses because of this, like in the next 20 years. Instead of Goodfellas, what if the actual Scorsese one to do in the cars will be Taxi Driver about like an actual taxi, and it's just the guy coming around. This, these places oh, build a right. filth. <laughs> oh God! Man. These what, race what, cars. What is... Also, also wait. So y'all, y'all know about uh, Catcher? Well, not even Catcher in the Rack. You guys know about like uh, Taxi Driver? Chapter Twenty Seven, the Jared Leto movie. The Jared Leto movie, right? <laughs> No, no, no. The this. Mark, have you assassin. seen Chapter Twenty Seven? Have you seen Chapter Twenty Seven? What are you? I don't think anyone has. I don't think anybody. Has seen Jared Leto. <laughs> Jared Leto should have won an Oscar for this role. There uh, was a story about how Ryan Gosling gained a ton of pounds for Lovely Bones. That's why I just and Peter Jackson fired him. At... So Chapter Twenty Seven is what happens when they instead rewrite the whole movie to be about that. Uh. <laughs> It's kind of crazy, like two hundred pounds for it. it. It's crazy that they both did do the same strategy. They both ate microwaved ice cream, which is like such a stupid way to gain weight. Like, what the fuck is wrong with these dudes? Anyway, um, <laughs> but no, so like, <laughs> that, that lovely bone story. It is, it I so, the this, lovely bones is a story like that. <laughs> yeah, no, because no one's gonna watch this. Totally this, this isn't gonna make anyone watch that movie. But um, anyway, very <laughs> off track. John Hickley Jr. He watched Taxi Driver. That's why he tried shooting Ronald Reagan. Where I just met like I met some people the other day who didn't know about that at all. 
that he was inspired by Jodie Foster in that movie to shoot Ronald Reagan. Oh, yeah. Anyways, I'm here that? to keep talking. Oh, sorry. No, go on. You know, tell us no, 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 no. I mean, like, <laughs> I, I, we got to four hours. We got to four hours. <laughs> keep talking. Keep talking. <laughs> James Ward Murphy says he has five character Pixar shorts he tried to copy for this. And I want to bring them up because I don't think many of them are really looking at these. I'm like, I think only one of these I can kind of see it. <laughs> and those are Knick Knack, For the Birds, Partly Cloudy, Day and Night, and La Luna. Uh, are those, those are the five he tried to emulate with this. Yeah, I didn't like put a whole lot of stake in that one because he just basically named most of the Pixar shorts. I'm sorry. Hey, I'm going to dig up an old fight, because Julius is going to take my side. Julius, what is your opinion on the Pixar short film Presto? Um, I don't remember that one by name, what happens in it. So there's a bun who has a magician friend, and the magician doesn't give him his carrot because he has to rush on stage, and then just wacky hijinks ensue with basically a portal gun that's like a hat. I would remember this. I have, I've never seen this one. Well, it's great and Mark hates it because he doesn't understand how cartoon logic works. He's going to see Coyote versus Acme and go like, wait, where'd the anvil come from? I don't understand. Damn. Wait, wait, how do you move the road? That doesn't make any sense to me. <laughs> I feel like wait, wait, how's, how's the Cody staying up in like, the air? <laughs> what my problem is with Presto, their like, ears turn off or something like that. I don't think anyone has ever like engaged with my criticism of that film so i'm i'm not going to relitigate this here mark has a dream whenever you have a moment like this mark you should just quote what tommy lee jones told jim carrey on the set of batman forever (laughs) (laughs) do do you know what he said i could google it since i know i remember he said something like that i don't know it was something like I don't know. He said something like it was like a pleasure working with you or something like that. But no, it's the opposite. Well, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I just thought it wasn't like. Mark's writing lies on the podcast. <laughs> oh wait. Okay, I found it. I found it. So the a claim back to. I knew it, but go ahead. Yeah, the the claim back to Tommy Lee Jones allegedly told Joe Carey that he could not sanction his buffoonery. <laughs> yeah, I think that is such a hardcore thing to say to someone. Like, well, especially when you watch right Batman Forever, it wasn't like it wasn't like the meanest thing he could have said to him. I mean, like, there's a headline that but, says um, Tommy Lee Jones really hated working with Jim Carrey, so there's probably more stuff he said. But yeah, I just always found a section his performance, mm. like just reading mm. that in his voice, it's listen, just great to me. Listen, yeah, I have a dream that I hope will come true. That there'll be tommy lee with jim carrey too i wish to the earth moon and skies up above that someone could sanction the buffoonery of uh are you a writer for pixar danny yeah you know i'm actually directing the 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 elemental mcdonald's short what? Um, I, feel like what this, um, I feel like maybe what that's, that? I mean, that's the meanest thing I've done in this episode. I feel like this fucking guy directed the McDonald's commercial. <laughs> well, someone's gotta. 
What was yeah, the like, other it, thing you wanted you know, to say? You don't pick your jobs in this industry. <laughs> in this case, he's in jail forever for this one. <laughs> It's like you gotta make your dumb volcano thing. Not, not. We, oh we spent God. so much money on the volcano thing. <laughs> You're gonna be working in those hot for years to come, does buddy. This, does this guy have kids? Because if he doesn't, y'all should like say some really <laughs> nice things at the end for the director. <laughs> Uh, James Ford Murphy, I'm sure you're a great father because, you know, <laughs> this is a ton of dad jokes, right? Like, that's what this whole thing is. It's just a dad I joke. I mean, I'm sure he's fine. <laughs> like, it's it's all, like, oh, no. I don't know, it's all good. Danny, what was the last thing you wanted to say? I already said it. It was the stuff about the shorts that were inspiring, and you're like, those are just short films. Yeah, well, that's, what, that's all I have to say about him. He just named every short film. Are you guys, uh, you guys seen the holdovers? Because let me tell you, I'm holding over this episode for number three hours. Uh, <laughs> let me, let me wrap us up. Cause I feel like yeah. there's like a truck, like, like destroying the side of our house right now or something like that. You have but a anyway. truck that's destroying <laughs> your house. <laughs> All right. You... On a lot of shows, they like to give films things like thumbs up ratings or they'll give them reviews or that kind of thing. We hear it looking for the ocean. Like to give the film an actual physical object, like as a gift that reflects our feelings about the movie. So, here, you know, uh, I, for Lava, I think that Lava is a fine film. It's cute. It is certainly not one of, to me, the greatest, like, things we've ever seen, but I think maybe it needs to, like, find an audience you know so i just think i think that i would like to give lava like you said i would like to give lava one of those like tiktok remixes and then it can be played at, at weddings by the dj and it can have the second life That's you know we should look, yeah. i'm gonna google right now if there's a lava remix let's give lava a better cultural standing i think this short film deserves that there's a lot of terrible days of cultural standing, you know? Lava. Let's let this one in. Well, like, <laughs> Spooky Scary Skeletons is not, like, the craziest song in the world, but the remix goes hard. Yeah, so true. I think it just needs, like, a makeover. Yeah, it really does. It just needs, like, a trap remix. Well, Danny, what would you give this film? Uh, well, I, I would give this film, because I feel so bad for everything I've said about Jane Ford Murphy in this episode. I think Lava does deserve a bit of impact on the culture. And maybe not even the culture, but, like, you know, we talk about, you know, I was talking to someone about this, talking to a kid about this at work today, about how, like, things, they're like, things are never going to go out. I'm like, well, actually, if you look at how there's not a lot of stuff on Netflix that's put out, if Netflix ever goes out of business, all that, that stuff is going to be gone forever. And now, Lava does exist in physical media, but do we have a physical representation of Lava in the world? And I look at James Ford Murphy's career and where it's gone since then. I mean, the only answer is, is, you know, they're doing the Disney 100 Happy Meal toys, and I think we just need to replace all the Disney toys with just Volcanoes toys. <laughs> you need to go to Little McDonald's and only get, like, a Lava toy. <laughs> and it's like, Disney celebrates 100 years! I got the volcano from Lava! And that's it! That is Disney's legacy according to McDonald's. And the killer will be there, and the killer will be like, I want a McDonald's. I, I always get this order at McDonald's because I needed the volcano from lava to cheer me on when I kill people. Why are you making him sound like Arnold Schwarzenegger? <laughs> That's what Michael Fassbender sounds like. 
is gonna oh be like, God. I'm the killer and I I play soccer and I'm not in the new superhero movies. They're gonna get Ian McKellen for that. I think what's but funny. But I kill people. Get out of my face, Tilda Swinton. Punch, punch. I don't know if y'all saw the trailer for Next Goal Wins, but it's so funny that it says from the director of Thor Ragnarok and, like, not mm. anything else he's made. <laughs> like, um, Thor yeah. Ragnarok I've, is old now. I don't think mention, even... um, The first one goes, like, from Best Picture Loser, um, Jojo Rabbit, which is so funny because he won an Oscar for Jojo Rabbit. Yeah, that's yeah. funny. Well, yeah, because I even forgot about that movie, movie because I was like trying to remember like he's had to have made something else more culturally accepted since Thor Ragnarok. Well, I'm surprised they didn't bring up Jojo Rabbit. It was culturally accepted, but Jojo Rabbit's yeah. not going to sell a movie with 51% of Rotten Tomatoes, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Julius, what would you give know. this film? What would I give this film? Um, like what? A, yeah. a score? A fucking cookie? Like, yeah, well, no, no, no. Like, li- like literally, that's that's what this bit is. Like, if you had to give this film a physical object to represent how you feel about it. I just thought something I could give it that would spoil Colors of the Flower Moon. I would give it, like, no, I would give Lava a Like, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) This film (laughs) is, like, like, I really went into it wanting to like it, but having to talk about it on YouTube has brought me back to just being like, I don't fucking care. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So Well, all right. Thank <laughs> you for being on here. Do you have you want anyone to find you? Not really. I'm like I'm like James oh. Ford Murphy. If you want to kill anyone. <laughs> you want to hire the killer to go after us. <laughs> oh god. Um That's I don't really do what's about James Ford Murphy sending people. Well, you got your web I mean, do you not yeah, yeah, yeah. your website or I'm waiting for him to finish yeah. his fucking <laughs> But I don't have uh I don't have Instagram right now. My Twitter's private, but if you wanna Check out my uh, videos that I've been editing, videos I've been shooting. Check out heylookisjulius.com. Uh, a few months ago, I got to edit some videos for Time Magazine, and I have a couple of those on my site. So, I don't know. If you just want to check out some online content edited by someone who is not a fan of lava, check out heylookisjulius.com. <laughs> anyway. Well, what are we doing next time, Danny? Hey, in the immortal words of Rebecca Black's ripoff artist, it goes like this. It's Thanksgiving. Hey, Thanksgiving. Hey, we, we, we gonna have a good time. And the turkey. Hey, the tails. Hey, it's Black Friday when the episode will come out, though, really. And we're gonna be doing a Thanksgiving episode on a Thanksgiving movie that Mark wanted to be something else. But I was like, no. Actually, just kidding. I, I just had a better idea. So I was like, how about we do this one? Yeah, we didn't like, like, disagree that much. You were just like, what if we did this? And it was it made more sense. And I was like, oh, yeah, that'd be better. Julius, so, guess what we're doing Yeah, for we're going to do Chicken Run. Nah, I wanted we're Julius gonna... to guess! <laughs> no, I hate that. I'm is vetoing there, is there a turkey it. We're going to do Chicken movie Run. Or a Disney turkey movie that they made. Uh, I, I pitched <laughs> Free Birds and Mark told me absolutely we, not. <laughs> we what decided movie? last... We decided... <laughs> We were going to watch Freebirds, but we decided like two yeah, episodes no, ago that we're not going to voluntarily watch bad movies. Wait, so wait, wait. 
Julius, have I never talked to you about Freebirds? I don't know what this is. Oh my god! Alright, since we're not gonna talk about it next week, can I please just briefly tell Julius what Freebirds is? So the listeners know what they're missing out on by us not doing a bad movie episode. Alright, so I mean... Freebirds, Freebirds came out in 2013, uh, same weekend as Thor 2, The Dark World, you know, everyone's favorite MCU movie. Uh, you know, Marvel, does, anyway, uh, not gonna take that tangent of what Thor 2 is about. Um, Owen Wilson, Woody Harrelson, and Amy Poehler are free birds. A movie about a pampered turkey who gets adopted by Bill and Hillary Clinton to be pardoned on Turkey Day. Uh, and it turns out another rogue turkey knows of the way into Area 51, the time travel back in time to the first Thanksgiving, to take turkeys off the menu forever. And it's really bad, and it's like a terrible, terrible movie. But also... The way they save the day is they time travel to the future to bring Chuck E. Cheese pizza. <laughs> it's like product placement. It's like, literally, like, have some Chuck E. Cheese pizza. And I'm like, this is way better than turkey. Wow, Chuck E. Cheese pizza is the greatest food ever. And they save every turkey from genocide because now we all just bow down to our, our, our rat overlord at Chuck E. Cheese. And there that, you have that's, it. That's the movie? <laughs> yes, that's the movie. I, I found something... Uh... Interesting, not really interesting, just a thing, I guess. Because uh, I searched the movie Free Birds, and um, there's a someone made a wiki. You know how like they make wikis for like you know Boss Burgers or like any like popular thing or whatever. Mm-hmm. Someone made a wiki just for yeah. OK Movies, and this movie has a page on it. Wait, it's literally called OK <laughs> Movies Wiki, and. I just wanted to name some of the movies that's on that has a page, like a full Reddit page on OK uh, movies. Like, this is mostly animated films. I'm looking at it, but okay. I'm curious what they think are OK movies. Yeah. So they so they have 2009 Astro Boy. We got a Letterboxd. That's an OK movie. Yeah, they have Atlantis: The Lost Empire. Wow. They have B uh, movie. <laughs> that's not OK. They have Cars too. It is this, an this okay is movie. the. This is the first one that offends me personally. This is a very short list. I, I mean, check a little. Looking... I think check a little is a decent movie. I don't think it's okay. I haven't watched. it. <laughs> no, it's not. That would be on my bad movies list. <laughs> I guess I need to rewatch it. Is there like a lot of fucked up jokes in it now, or? Uh, it's just annoying. It's one of those movies where it's like, I want my dad to prove me. And the dad is like the worst person ever, and then he's like. I'm sorry, son, but I'm only sorry because we have to stop the aliens from killing everyone we love. And he's like, "Okay, Dad, I love you." <laughs> it's like one of those things. They have Hoodwink. The Boss Baby is not is an okay movie. Up. The Hoodwink Boss Baby is a great movie. Has a lot movie. of funny jokes in it. There's only twenty. Yeah. Looks like there's only twenty-three movies. Mars, in Mars. <laughs> Mars needs moms is on here. Wait, which one are you oh, yeah. on? Are you at the dot Maria's or the oh, the fandom dot com? All right, I'm I'm gonna the read fandom. the credits. <laughs> okay, the okay. Ocean is produced by Mark okay. Young and Danny Vincent. Uh, who's editing this fucking episode? Well, do you want to do it, Julius? The, it has to go up Friday morning. <laughs> also, I can't figure yeah. this one out for you, Biden. <laughs> <laughs> I'm is, sorry is that cool I got you wrong. All right. Is it so, cool if I take the following uh, one? <laughs> yeah, well, that, that'll have the, like the similar turnaround time, but it should be less like yeah. hectic. So that'll be a better one. The show so, is edited uh, by Mark this Young. So it was edited by me. Yeah. And our original that was my line. was designed by Sarah Knopf. You can follow oh, cool. us on she Facebook. She made uh, artwork for y'all. 
Yeah, yeah well, she, she made the logo. The, she did the like looking for the ocean, the blue, um, the the blue art that we have for everything. Yeah, like it's really well done. Like a, a person yeah. who works at the Onion likes the image because they they looked over my shoulder and saw me listening to an episode. Holy okay. shit! Yeah, I don't I don't well, know. If they, you, it's th- like a. Well, there you go. Uh, yeah. Who was the person who told me that like it was possible my podcast was being listened to by like Martin Scorsese? I can't remember who it was, uh, but someone pointed out to me that it was possible. Oh, right, I know who it was. Means- it was um. I sent in a listen to podcast thing, right? Like it was like send in your voice clip and we'll put it on the show. And I was like, I'm Danny Vincent from looking for the ocean and listen up club. And on that episode was like Thelma Shoemakers. One of her assistant editors was a guest on it. So they listened to the voice and I'm like, Ooh, I guess if, uh, he wants to talk to Mr. Scorsese as he calls him. Um, cause everyone else on the podcast called him Marty. He's like, no, his name is Mr. Scorsese. <laughs> That's why I had to professionally refer to him. He's Mr. Scorsese. So I'm mm-hmm. like, I guess, there's this link here to Scorsese listening to Looking for the Ocean, or at least all Machine Maker. That's awesome. <laughs> um, yeah, doubt yeah. that it'll actually happen. Anyway, you can follow us on social media at Looking for the Ocean. That's awesome. But anyway, follow us on social media. Looking for the Ocean, Instagram at Looking for the Ocean, and Twitter at Robin Hood Movie. <laughs> I'm kidding, I think so tricky. <laughs> and on our website, Looking for the Ocean, fixheart.bobbean.com. If you want to know what I'm up to, you can go on my website, markyoungperformer.com, and I'm also on Instagram, my young, well, it's not my, M, M Young Insta, and that's my well, Instagram. And I'm going to be a show in the middle of December, so check that out. They're, uh, they want to sell seats, like, they want to try to sell out the first three days, like, right away, so I'm pitching that. And I'm also, like, there's an, like, an early bird 20% discount on tickets. For the show in December, it's called Dunsinane, and you can check that out online. That's awesome. If you, I yeah. want, I want to try to one up Mark, even though Mark's show is way more important and way more relevant to what I'm going to say. But if you're in, if you're in Bedford, Indiana, and you want to go to a middle school play to support my work, let me tell you, How Alex Got Her Windings is a fabulous Christmas play about wishing that movies never existed because everyone fucking hates having to watch the same Christmas movies every year. Go see it. Uh, Mark's thing is way more present than that. Um, I don't think so. Mine's not my. That mine's like someone else's project that I'm a part of. So I, mine, I, I think they're as as someone who's not releasing much right now. I say they're both very impressive, and I'm glad to see my oh. friends active with side projects. Thank you. Hell yeah. Thank you. You can follow me at Blankman's on Letterboxd. to our main job, which is doing this podcast. Where you can be my, <laughs> my maestro. Where you can learn more I'm about break, okay, I'm going to break embargo. I'm going to break embargo and review Maestro. Well, I like it more than the killer. Only the killer knows. AKA, I have to like the killer more than the otherwise the killer's going to get me. All right. Wait, I'm not done! You can listen to the Snuff Club! We talk about movies the most Oscar nominations and no wins. I don't know. All right. I have a dream. I hope Chicken we'll time. Cheer.